He emptied his pockets onto the desk. There were a quill nib, three glass marbles, and a foot-long piece of string. George turned his pockets inside out so that his father could see that they were empty. Now, take off your shirt. George was horrified. How far would his father go before he believed his oldest son? And your pants. George began to fret. Things were not looking good. If his father found the coins in his sock, George would be beaten. And from previous experience, George knew that a boy without his pants on made an especially good target. Now your socks, continued his father in a determined voice. George inched them off his feet, first the left and then the right, being careful to gather the coins in such a way that they wouldn't clink together. Hand them over, demanded his father. George's heart raced even faster. His face felt like it was on fire now. George lowered his eyes as he gave the socks to his father. A second later, his father exploded. My son, a common thief! How dare you disgrace the name of Mueller! Come here now! He reached for the cane that stood propped in the corner of his office. Crack! 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 The caning seemed to go on forever. The pain was excruciating. Eventually, George felt his legs begin to buckle under him, just as his father's temper subsided and the punishment came to an end. Don't ever steal again, do you hear? said Johann Mueller, shaking his son's shoulders to emphasize each word. Yes, stuttered George. Now get out of my sight, roared his father, pointing at the door. George gathered his clothes and half walked, half crawled to the door, not even stopping to dress. Right then, he didn't care who saw him. His bottom was throbbing too much. He made his way up to his second-floor bedroom, where he locked the door behind him. Safe inside, he collapsed onto the bed and began to sob his heart out. As long as I live, I'll never do that again, he promised himself between sobs at the same time running his fingers over the welts on his legs and buttocks. George wasn't promising himself he wouldn't steal again. No, he loved the thrill and adventure of stealing too much for that, not to mention its rewards. What George Mueller promised himself was that he would never get caught again. Stealing was exciting, but getting caught was painful and humiliating. Now, six years later, he had allowed himself to get caught again. How could he have been so stupid? He asked himself the question over and over as he sat on the hard wooden bench in the police station. You, a police officer said, pointing at George. Come here and hurry up about it. Yes, sir, George replied, getting to his feet as best he could with the chains wrapped around him. As he shuffled over to the desk, he held his head up high and tried to look like an obedient young man who had been wrongly accused. Name? asked the police officer. Mueller, sir, George Mueller. The police officer wrote it down in a huge leather-bound book. Date and place of birth? he asked when he'd finished writing. September 27, 1805, in Kroppenstadt, Prussia. The police officer began writing in the book again stopping only to re-dip his quill pen in a bottle of India ink.
As he watched, George wondered how much the police actually knew. Did they know he had spent a week at an inn in Brunswick and left there without paying before coming to Wolf and Butel? If they didn't know, George determined to keep his wits about him and not give away any more information than he absolutely had to. After three hours of relentless questioning, though, he confessed to all his crimes. Yes, he had spent a week in an expensive inn at Brunswick and left without paying the bill. Yes, he was trying to do the same thing in Wolfenbutel by escaping through the window of the inn. No, he did not have the money to pay for the rooms, and no, he could not think of one good reason why he should not be sent to jail to await trial. The next day, George sat in his cell humming a Christmas carol. It was Christmas Day. But what did that matter now? George had spent the previous five Christmases.